hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. Have you ever wondered why Christians around the world gather on a Sunday and not on a Saturday or some other day of the week? Well, today we're going to jump in and read about some of the early church and why they gathered on the first day, or at least a reference to the fact that they gathered on the first day of the week, that being Sunday. Reminder, Paul is traveling from the Gentile world, from the Roman provinces that he's been ministering to, and now he's headed back towards Jerusalem. He actually sails and he ends up in Troas with a whole group of people, one of which is Luke, and a bunch of names that I can't pronounce. And these men are all traveling together in an effort to get to Jerusalem and share gifts that they've been gathering from the Gentile world down to the church in Jerusalem, which is being heavily persecuted. It's a goodwill offering that they want to take in order to create unity among the believers. And we've seen that Paul has faced lots of persecution along the way. There's been lots of wins, lots of high points, but there's also been a lot of persecution. And what does Paul do in the face of persecution? He encourages the believers. And so while he's in Troas for seven days, the group decides they're going to gather. And it says this in chapter 20, verse 7. On the first day of the week, we, that includes Luke, that's why it says we, we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's Supper. So that's all we're going to read today is that one verse. Let's break it down. On the first day of the week. So you might think that the first day of the week is Monday because in an American culture, the first day of the work week is Monday. But traditionally, the first day of the week is Sunday. And that's because it says in the creation story that God created the earth in six days and on the seventh day he rested. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's the first six days of the week. Then on the seventh day, he rested. And so the Jews have always celebrated the Lord's Day, the Sabbath's Day, on Saturday, the seventh day of the week. But Christians don't do that. And we see here in the early church that Christians had already started celebrating not on the Sabbath, but on the Sunday, the first day of the week. And why is that? Well, you can look at it for several reasons, but I think the most prominent reason is that Jesus died on a Friday. He was crucified and buried on a Friday. That was the day before the Sabbath. That was the first day. The second day, he was in the tomb. That's the day of rest. That's the Sabbath. Nobody could go check on him because that's what Jews do is they stay where they are and they don't do any work on the Sabbath. And so Saturday, nothing happened. But on Sunday, they went to the tomb and found Jesus resurrected. So Jesus was in the tomb for three days, starting on Friday, all the way through Saturday, and the resurrection was on Sunday. So we gather generally on the first day of the week on Sunday because that's Resurrection Day. That's to celebrate Jesus' resurrection. Easter is on a Sunday because Easter is a celebration of the first resurrection, even though every day, every Sunday is a resurrection day. Now, other places in the scripture, Paul talks about gathering together, and he almost gives reference that it's not that important what day you uh, worship the Lord. It's more important that you have a weekly rhythm of gathering with believers and worshiping the Lord. And that gives a little comfort to me because my church actually has services on Thursday night. I know there's many churches that have services on Saturday nights or even Sunday nights, Monday nights. It's not as important what day of the week it is, 
it's mostly important that it happens in a regular rhythm, I would say weekly, and that that weekly gathering happens in person with other believers to celebrate what Jesus has done in our lives. That's the main reason that we gather every week. And so we see it says here, Paul, on the first day of the week, we gathered with local believers to share in the Lord's Supper. Now, the other piece of this is the Lord's Supper. We talked extensively about that in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. But the Lord's Supper is a remembrance of what Jesus has done for us. It's the act of breaking a piece of bread, drinking a cup of wine or a cup of juice in order to remember Jesus's body broken for us and his blood shed for us. The body broken in our place, the blood washing us clean, making us holy in God's sight. So we want to do this not only in remembrance of Jesus, but as a unification moment, as a celebratory moment. And so I would encourage you this week to make sure that you're going to a weekly gathering with other believers, probably on a Sunday, but it could be any day, and that you are sharing the Lord's Supper, hopefully weekly, but it could be some other rhythm, maybe monthly or quarterly, that you're sharing that. And maybe you could break bread with another group of people some other time during the week, either as a small group or just intentionally one night or one day over lunch. Let me pray. Father, you are in control of all things, and you've given us these rhythms in our lives, and I thank you so much that one of those is a weekly rhythm to celebrate you and to dive into your word. I pray that we would each be a part of one of those gatherings this week, that we would celebrate communion together, and that we would have moments during the week where we gather with other believers intentionally to grow closer to you. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.